What's up everybody, whether you're watching this on YouTube, if you're watching this on your favorite podcast service, or if you're watching this on Twitch Live, this is gonna be a sort of pilot experience for some sort of podcast that I've been thinking of doing for a long time. I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to sort of give you my opinions and thoughts on what is going on the in the gaming world right now. So uh, a lot has happened in the past week or so. So I'm gonna be focusing mostly on the PlayStation event, which has just happened. I'm gonna be talking a bit about um, Dead Space Remake and some other things. So, and a bit about what I've been playing as well throughout the week. So, uh, why don't we start with that? Let's box that off before we do anything. So, what have I been up to? What have I been playing? So, uh, I've been playing quite a fair amount of older games recently. I've been trying to make my way through the Final Fantasy series, and the one I've been playing very recently is Final Fantasy X, which is on this side not this side so yeah i'm gonna be putting a few images up here for the visual viewers here so yes final fantasy 10 this game came out i want to say around 2000 2001 2002 maybe and i i remember renting this game out uh the only one i'd ever played before this was 13 or it was, obviously it was after it when 13 came out but uh, i rented this one out and i think i played about 10 minutes and i think i got stuck on one of the first bosses and i never played it again i took it back so uh, recently, over the last year, I actually started playing from 7 onwards. So I finished 7, finished 8, finished 9, and finished 10. So, well, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm currently playing it. So, yeah, I've put about 50 hours into it, and I think I'm getting towards the end of the game. I would say this is definitely my second favourite out of the ones I have played. So 7 is up there, and then this is 10 as well. So uh, I didn't really like the combat system in 8 and <clears throat> 9 was good as well, but I don't know, something about it just wasn't as good as the sort of themes in 7 and 10. So 7 has been uh, really fun. I absolutely hated the way you leveled up when I first started playing. I had no idea what I was doing with this whole sphere system where you have to kind of, it's kind of like playing a board game like chess. You get an ability point and you have to move around the board to select where you want to level up, whether it be your attributes in stamina, magic, or health and stuff like that. So at first... I didn't have a clue how it worked and uh, I hated it, but now I'm addicted to it. I love grinding out these enemies just to get ne the next step on the board, really. So yeah, I've been really enjoying playing Final Fantasy X. Like I said, I'm getting quite close to the end now, so I'm going to be starting X2 after that because I'm going to try and get through uh, 13, 12 and 15 before 16 comes out and then obviously i'm going to play the final fantasy 7 remake as well so yeah we're having quite a good time with 10 i mean really enjoying the story and uh, it looks exceptional on the xbox series x as well i think this is upscaled to 4k uh, shame it's not 60 frames but with a turn-based game you don't really need that so yeah i've been playing final fantasy 10 and really enjoying it other than that I normally have about five games on the go at once, which is uh, it's not the best way to play games when you have to keep going between systems and TVs. And uh, I've been playing through the Assassin's Creed Valhalla DLC, Siege of Paris. And just today, actually, I got the sort of platinum for it. I got all of the, the trophies. And um, yeah, I've put 170 plus hours into this game total, not just the DLC. But yeah, I've really enjoyed it. I mean, there's been a fair few bugs throughout the experience, but I really have enjoyed the sort of the world and the whole viking theme of it and this one takes place in paris so uh it's probably taking me i'd say 10 to 15 hours to get all it done maybe a bit less and um this one feels more like it's just an extra story arc and uh, there's a lot of cool pieces of armor and stuff in this one you can play as like a grim reaper outfit which is really cool you get new scythes there's um 
what else is in this one that's one of the best things about this dlc the siege of Paris, is that it has what's called as a black box mission and what this is is it's you it's like the older games where you have a, a target to kill and you have to sort of figure out your own way around killing them instead of just walking up to them and stabbing them you can do it in different ways so there's been a few different encounters in the game where you have to talk to people to find out information about say how to get into a certain building or how to uh, get into a an environment where you have to wear a disguise or when the person is vulnerable and you have to use this information to figure out how you can kill them in a sort of more entertaining fashion much like you'd see in something like hitman so there's one without spoiling too much you have to kind of take your clothes off and wear this weird robe and sneak into a room and you have to kind of get on your knees and uh, wait for the target to come to you and then it triggers a an assassination sort of quick time event so those things are really cool and just it added a lot more to the whole target assassination with the siege of paris so yeah i really didn't like that and hopefully going forward whatever the next one is going to be they sort of do that a lot more in the main story just to make it more focused so i finished that today as well um i don't have an image for this one but i recently played mafia 3 for the first time i've had it for so many years on uh, steam never got around to it because i just couldn't really run it on my old system but now i've got a, a new pc basically it's got a 3080 so i can actually run that game and i had a hell of a lot of fun with that game i'd recently played the mafia definitive edition the remake of the first one and I've honestly got to say that I think 3 is my favourite. The character of Lincoln Clay is uh, is much more interesting than Tommy Angelo in 1 and what's the dude called? Vito Scaletta in 2. And Vito is actually sort of a main character in 3 as well. But yeah, great soundtrack from the 70s. Great sort of city vibes. It's set in New Orleans. And yeah, really enjoyed it. Played that and all the DLC. And can't wait to see what they do next with Mafia 4. <clears throat> hey Scott, how's it going? I'll lose my voice doing this whole podcast thing. <clears throat> so let's get into the news then. So uh, we've just had the PlayStation event, so I will be talking about this soon. But I'm going to go back just another like a week or so to some news that uh, is very exciting to me also. So we're going to be talking about the... Oh, let me just get rid of this picture. I haven't really worked out the kinks of how to uh, sort this out just yet there we go so we're going to be talking about the dead space remake now i can't remember which studio is making this it's, it's certainly not the one that created it originally because they were shut down i think it was visceral who worked for ea so uh this is more akin to what you've seen in the resident evil 2 remake it's sort of like a total overhaul while it's trying to keep most of the mechanics and things the same Thank you for the cheer, Mr. KDB. Hey, bud, just finished up my stream, but I thought I'd come pop for a lurk here. Podcast pilot, very exciting. Thank you, dude, and thank you for the bits or the cheers. I'm not really sure which is which. But yeah, so Dead Space. It seems that they are doing sort of from the ground up remake, but they are keeping most of the mechanics the same, I believe. Uh, one thing that has changed with this one is, is they are making it more of a sort of one shot. Like God of War, where the camera always follows you around, so I don't think there'll be any loading screens. And I'm not actually sure if there was any loading screens in the original because you seem to just walk from door to door. I think you did get on a tram, which took you from level to level, but this one seems to be all sort of one shot, so that should make it a bit more cinematic. They had a, an event recently where they showed off gameplay from it as well. And um, it was very early alpha, and they said they've only been working on it for a year, but it looked incredible. So that shot there from is from the, I think it's probably a CGI trailer, but there was a gameplay trailer, and 
it looks amazing the, the lighting and the atmosphere looks incredible the gameplay i think they've added something which is a layer of well i say a layer it's taking layers off the enemies you can actually now see damage on the enemies like you can rip their flesh off so until you can see the bone and that is giving us a new indicator that you are getting close to dismembering a certain limb so it adds a little bit to uh, the strategy of taking down the enemies which is really fun and also i am a sucker for gore so yeah i can't wait to see that and i can't wait to use like the the weapons that just mince these necromorphs into pieces The game, I believe, was slated for 2022. I can't remember if we saw a release date for it, but they can take all the time they want. Uh, one big hope I have for this is that if this thing does well, which I'm pretty sure it's going to be because horror is pretty sort of popular now and Dead Space was a popular franchise, I'm hoping that this spawns either a reboot of the series or a sort of sequel or a semi semi-sequel with a different character just in the same world. So, yeah, Dead Space has me very excited. Uh, one thing also they added to the game is that the person who voices Isaac in 2 and 3 is also reprising his role in this one. But the interesting thing about that is that Isaac doesn't actually speak in the original game, which uh, a lot of people were worried about this. But the developers actually came out and said that they're going to be only using his voice in situations where it would be weird for him not to talk. So if Isaac is being spoken to by someone else, another NPC, he will reply to them because realistically he would just look like a weirdo just standing there in silence when people talk to him so yeah that should be interesting uh not sure what he's going to be speaking about he'll probably just be talking about sort of the mechanics of the ship and what he can do in the situation uh, so yeah i'm looking forward to that just to see how it differs and if it adds to the plot of the game dead space is going to be awesome i can't wait for it and hopefully it inspires a team or the original team to come back and sort of make a sequel or a reboot Next up, we're going to be talking about Alan Wake Remastered. Now, this was sort of leaked earlier in the week by, I think it was the Epic Game Store, accidentally posted up a link or something along those lines that people knew that this was going to be revealed or coming out soon. So I absolutely love Alan Wake, the original. It's one of my favorite games of the 360. And I'm a huge Stephen King fan. I'm a huge fan of Twin Peaks. And this game perfectly blends those two things. And... Yeah, really excited for this remaster. Now, they showed the trailer for this at the PlayStation event, so I won't be talking about it in that section, so I might as well get it out now. So, yeah, uh, it's coming out on the PS4, PS5, Xbox Series S, X, and the PC. So, uh, I'm not actually sure about what is different. I believe it's on the same engine. It's more of just a visual upgrade. So, from what I believe, it's on the old engine, which they cannot introduce things like ray tracing, but there will be some nice baked lightning there to make it very atmospheric, because a lot of this game takes place in forests in the dark, in the mist and the fog. So, yeah, I can't wait to see what they do with that. Um, the trailer did show off a fair bit of gameplay as well as the locations and cutscenes, and it does look really cool. At first, I couldn't really notice too much of a difference in it, but the character of Alan Wake, his model has been changed to be more like the actor from the cutscenes and from the sort of what they call the, the cardboard cutouts you see throughout the game and the prequel tv show bright falls which was really cool actually so if you haven't checked that out go on youtube i think it's called bright falls it's a really awesome sort of tv miniseries but yeah from what else i saw recently as well is that they are working in the dual sense functionality with the ps5 controller with it where i think if you hold the controller down 
the the triggers down for the flashlight the harder you pull the trigger down the the more bright the light will be so you should be able to kill enemies quicker by the more pressure you put onto the the dual sense now that seems cool to me i'm wondering if there's any motion controls in there as well i think it'd be cool if you had to like sort of shake the batteries to make the light come back on or something like that or how the lights work but yeah i'm just glad to see it's getting some kind of dual sense uh, functionality i'm still not quite sure what i'm going to play this on if i'm going to play this on pc or i'm going to play this on the consoles it all comes down to a lot of different factors with me i kind of like to wait to see it come out and see which version has sort of the best experience for me so pc obviously will be the the one with the better graphics and performance whereas if you play it on the playstation you'll get the dual sense but it might also have better performance on the xbox so for me it's a juggling act usually when i'm trying to pick where i want to play a game so we will see and that actually comes out on october 5th i think which is in a few weeks so very exciting not sure if i'm going to pick it up day one uh, but i will definitely be playing it again soon because i did actually put a playthrough of the original up on the channel last year so yeah alan wait remastered can't wait for that and hopefully like i said with dead space this is going to uh, sort of get some cash involved there get some people buying the game and show how many people want an alan wake 2 so i guess we better get talking about the playstation showcase so playstation was not at e3 this year and they haven't been for the past couple of years so they kind of do what they want now they don't have to be at an event they can do it in their own time because they know people will love it they know they have the games to show so uh I was excited to watch this because we haven't seen much from PlayStation in a while. Wasn't sure what we were going to get. I had my sort of speculations and ideas. There's a few rumors that have been going around for a long time about things like a Metal Gear Solid remake. Silent Hills, obviously. They're the two sort of uh, end of the show games I was hoping for. Uh, but you can't have it all and those games will surely come hopefully first up let's just have a quick look through the games that they showed off and what i think about them i'm not going to go through every single game that was at the showcase but i'll just go through the ones that sort of piqued my interest so i think quite near the beginning of the event they showed off star wars knights of the old republic the remake so this is something that has been long rumored as well uh, i think it's very very early in development i don't think they've actually got anything to show the game but um, I'm excited for this one because I never really played the original. I have the original on my uh, Steam account and I think I've played maybe 10 minutes of it, but I never got around to actually starting a proper playthrough. And I mean, it's quite aged right now as well. So uh, bringing this thing into the 21st century should be incredible. I don't know too much about it. Unfortunately, I know some of the big twists in the story. So if I could get amnesia between now and uh, the time this releases, that would be great. Can't wait to see what they do with this. It seems like it's got to be more than just a visual overhaul and going to need to sort of change up the whole way it plays, I would imagine, because the... Like I said, I've not played it, but I think it probably wouldn't match up to sort of the modern age RPGs we get to play at the moment. So can't wait to see what they do with that. I mean, they made Bioware. I mean, Bioware with the creators of this, they made Mass Effect after. So I wonder what sort of transfers over from the Mass Effect games into this one and whether or not this game, actually the Old Republic remake, will sort of show us any of the features that's going to be in Mass Effect 4. So yeah, excited for that, but... I'm not expecting to see this for a good two or three years. Next up, we have a new IP, I believe, called Project Eve. Now, no idea what this was when it first came on. After my very first thought was that it was Bayonetta. Soon enough, we were proved wrong that it wasn't Bayonetta because this uh, is a new character. And this game looks like a sort of hack and slash Ninja Gaiden Bayonetta type of game. Devil May Cry even. And 
what really drew me into this one is the enemies in this game. The enemies and bosses seem to be very body horror inspired. There's a lot of gore and a lot of weird mechanical limbs connected to flesh and rotten teeth and all kinds of things. So yeah, this one is, I'm guessing, a PlayStation exclusive, but I do really enjoy those types of games. I still haven't gotten around to playing Devil May Cry 5, but I did play Bayonetta 1 and 2 and absolutely love those. I think those were... Uh, actually better than some of the old Devil May Cry games, which we're still waiting for Bayonetta 3, but I think this could fill the gap as long as it has um, really fast-paced action and the performance is fast. I can't wait to play this one. I'm not sure if I'll pick it up at launch, but it's definitely something I'm interested in, in mostly because of the enemy designs in the game and just how sort of fluid it looks and how... Yeah, just gory and violent and bizarre. So that is Project Eve. Next up, I want to talk about Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, the Borderlands spin-off. I still haven't gotten around to playing Borderlands 3, which I definitely will do at some point, but this is sort of based on the original uh, DLC for Borderlands 2, which was Tiny Tina's Dragon Keep, I think, something along those lines. And it was basically a Dungeons & Dragon-inspired DLC for Borderlands taking place in a fantasy world with dragons and skeletons and all kinds of things and I really enjoyed that one and getting to see this in its whole game will be really fun. Lots of weird weapons and magic spells and colourful bright enemies and yeah the trailer really sort of got me interested in just getting into this world and seeing all the, the references to different types of fantasy. And I've also got the song from the trailer absolutely stuck in my head, which was from Baby Metal. I think it's called Gimme Chocolate, and I can't get that song out of my head. So, yeah, very excited for this. I think that comes out early 2022. So I've got a bit of time yet to finish up Borderlands 3. Forspoken. Now, this is a Square Enix game, and I believe this one was first released at the first PlayStation 5 event, and it didn't really have a title, I don't think. Or maybe it did, but a lot of people speculate that this one was going to be a Final Fantasy game. And what it seems to be is you play as a female protagonist who is from our world, who is like drawn into this fantasy world where she has to learn magic and take on dragons, much like uh, Wonderlands, I guess. But this one seems to be a very stunning game with all these cool spells. You can see from the shot right there, she's using a freeze spell and just like the, the particle effects and things on that looks amazing. The world looks amazing. I can't remember when this one is out, but I believe it's not too far away. It might be spring 2022. And I'm very interested in this one. It seems like a, a cool new IP, which has some legs for maybe even a good franchise down the line. So that is Forspoken. Ghostwire Tokyo we're going to talk about now. So this is by Tango Gameworks, I think. And it's the team behind the Evil Within games, which is Shinji Mikami, the man who created Resident Evil. So um, when this was first announced, I was a little bit disappointed, purely just because it wasn't Evil Within 3, because I do actually love those games. And... Um, the fact that going to first person as well, it really threw me off. I was expecting like a really gritty horror game. But the more I see of it, the more I'm kind of interested. But I just don't know what it is. It's, it's a very weird looking game and a very weird style. It seems to be first person karate mixed with Doctor Strange magic spells. Yeah, I mean, I am interested to check it out. Don't know when I will be playing this one, but... If Shinji Mikami is involved, I'm going to have some kind of interest in it. And if it's made by the people who made Evil Within, yeah. I will definitely be checking it out at some point. Can't wait to see how it goes, but the trailer looked pretty stylish. Kind of reminds me a bit of the Dishonored games mixed with, yeah, a sort of horror game. So that's all I've got to say for that one. The Guardians of the Galaxy game. This was actually only announced not too long ago, and um, 
it kind of yeah i think it was rumored but everyone kind of forgot about those rumors and it looks pretty awesome and it's out soon i think um i mean i think this is a square enix game as well so a lot of people are right to be worried about this because they think I think they made the Marvel Avengers game, which hasn't really turned out the way a lot of people wanted it to be. So at least this one is a single-player focused game and not a live service from what I believe. And uh, I think you play as Star-Lord with the the opportunity to use the other members of the Guardians of the Galaxy kind of like you would in an RPG game where you set the other characters to do moves or to help you out i'm not really sure how it will work but from what i've seen it looks pretty awesome it looks like it's got a cool soundtrack it's got a lot of sort of 80s thrash metal from what it seems they've they've kind of made peter quill in this one more of an 80s metalhead rather than a 70s sort of funky music guy so uh, i probably will check this one out at one point it's always uh cool to see a different take on the characters as well which is is hard for a lot of people to take in when characters that have been on the big screen uh, are then put into a different sort of media format. Obviously, we've had the comic books for years, but a lot of people will only know them from the film. So it's kind of a hard thing to do to get the characters to be um, liked by an audience who have already loved the previous set of characters in a different format. So uh, I'm hoping that this one will let people see that the characters can be awesome just from this game and it will uh, spawn some sequels and we get a big franchise out of it, who knows? We got the Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection coming to PlayStation 5 and PC. So Uncharted is coming to the PC. So uh, I think there were rumors that the whole Uncharted saga is coming to PC. That's one, two, four plus The Lost Legacy. So I hope that happens because I would like to play those games again on the PC. But uh, yeah, this is remastered apparently. And um, from the trailer, I couldn't really tell what is uh, different about it i imagine it's probably going to be 4k hopefully and 60 frames a second i don't know if they're going to have any more sort of updated textures or anything but in total honesty these games don't really need that because they they are stunning even on the original ps4 so uh, anything they do add to the game as long as they have sort of better performance i think this is going to be a uh, a hit with players who've played it before and for new players my only sort of worry about this is that we have to actually buy the games again hopefully if it is just sort of a frames per second patch it we just get a free update like we did for most of playstation's games but uh, they've kind of said they're going to be banging 10 pound upgrades on most of their games going forward so we will have to wait and see what happens with that but <clears throat> i am looking forward to playing uncharted 4 again on ps5 so not sure when that's coming out but i think the pc version is coming out a little bit later than the ps5 so i guess we will have to wait and see wolverine made by insomniac games insomniac games seem to be cranking out these games working on two or three big massive games at once i think it's been confirmed to be a playstation 5 exclusive now as well so yeah insomniac the guys who made a spider-man game which was awesome are now working on a wolverine game so this brings up so many different questions here what is it going to be like I can't quite picture a open world Wolverine game. I don't know why, it just doesn't seem the fit. So I wonder if this is more of a hack and slash game. It's it's hard to imagine an open world game where you play as Wolverine because he would just be going around murdering people with his blades unless it's in a confined environment. But I know that Insomniac can absolutely smash this and I really look forward to it. They've really done a good job with their combat in their game. So whatever they're going to do, I'm pretty sure that the combat of 
Wolverine or Logan is going to be awesome. Hoping there's a lot of gore in there. I'm not going to lie. Scott in the chat has said, so excited for Wolverine. Hope it's more story-driven. Yeah, I think it they will because Insomniac have done a really good job with the story of Spider-Man. So I think it will be a sort of first... Like, it will be a story-driven game, I think. But we don't really know much about it and it could be very early in development. We might not even see that for another two or three years. But yeah, that was definitely a surprise. I don't think anyone really saw that one coming. Uh, as with this Insomniac game then announced Spider-Man 2. Now, my very first thought when this trailer showed up was we saw a sort of a lamppost being struck with lightning and I thought it was going to be a new infamous game. And then we saw Miles Morales and Peter Parker jumping around. So yeah, it was a Spider-Man 2 announcement, which I didn't think we were going to get so soon. The big thing about this one was the announcement of the villain. And um, we see a sort of darkened alleyway where you can't see anything, but you can hear a voice. And I couldn't really think who the voice was. And my first thought was Craven the Hunter. I don't know why. I think he had more of a sort of Russian or European accent. So there was actually a story in Spider-Man where Craven the Hunter had the symbiote suit. So I'm wondering if they're going to be working that into this story. I think that one's called Craven Last Craven's Last Hunt or Craven's Last Stand, and that was a really cool comic. But yeah, well, the voice then turned into Tony Todd, aka Candyman. His voice as Venom, which I think he's played Venom before. He might have even been the Venom in the movie. But yeah, Venom is has always been one of my favourite villains in Spider-Man along with um, Carnage. So we're getting to see... A Spider-Man game which seems to be focused on the symbiote as a villain is going to be really awesome. Uh, it's not coming out till 2023, I believe, but I can wait and I hope it's going to be good. I'm very sure it's going to be good, so can't wait for that. I'm not sure how the story is going to pan out between Miles and playing as Peter. Uh, the sort of the share between gameplay, how you're going to play half the game is Peter, half the game is Miles, or is one of them going to get sort of taken out of action and you only play as Peter? And there's lots of questions for this, but yeah, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see a PS5 version of Venom on the screen. They ended the show with some gameplay of God of War Ragnarok. Now, we knew this one was coming. Uh, this was going to be one of the big hitters of the show if they were actually going to show it. And they did, they went ahead of it, and it was gameplay and some cutscenes, but I guess all the cutscenes are in-engine in-gameplay if it's a one-shot. So uh, it seems to be taking place a few years after the first one. Atreus is a bit older, and it looks stunning. It looks amazing. And what we've actually learned is that this is going to be the end of the Norse mythology as well. I mean, I was expecting a trilogy at least, but this is it. So we're getting a duology of Norse. So this is going to be the big the big end game for this. So we've got Ragnarok, obviously. we got Odin. we got Thor. we got Tyr. Uh, everything about this game has got me hyped up. Some of the, uh, the the footage we saw as well, where Kratos is being dragged around in the ice by sled dogs, looks awesome. Just some of the vistas that we see. The things one shot in the trailer when he walks towards sort of like a cliff edge, and we see down, and there's all these lush environments. So yeah, God of War is going to be awesome. Not sure when it's coming out, but I will probably be there day one for this one because I really did enjoy the first one. I'm trying to think what else we know about this one. I think the developer. Uh, the lead dev is not Corey Balrog anymore. He is the guy who made the earlier games, so that's going to be an interesting change, but I think they're probably still working together on it. Um, 
coming out on PS4 and PS5. So uh, I'm interested to see how they use the dual sense for this one. I imagine the throwing the axe is going to feel pretty badass and the sounds it's going to make. Um, but yeah, that's all I've really got to say about Ragnarok. It's going to be amazing. The trailer looked amazing. Uh, we've got this really big version of Thor, which a lot of people seem to be raging out about on Twitter, that he's not the, the ripped dude from the Marvel movies. He's more of this big, bulky, fat dude with hands about this big who can rip you to pieces. So I am looking forward to seeing that. We also have Tyr as well, the god of war, I think he is, in Norse mythology. And he's about eight foot tall, so... Yeah, everything about this game has got me uh, very hyped about it. As this has been a pilot podcast, I don't really have uh, too much sort of ready for you as in like different segments and stuff. It's mostly just been gaming news this week. But if, if you do have any ideas for things, I would love to hear them. I mean, I'd love to have sort of uh, maybe emails or a question section where you guys can give me your questions or about gaming, about what's going on, about anything really. That I feel comfortable answering, answering anyway, and I can add that into the show for the next week or whenever. I'm not sure if this is going to be a weekly show or not. I mean, I would like to. It just depends on the day and how busy I am. But um, yeah, I think this has been a, a quite a good first introduction to this podcast idea. I've had lots to talk about, and I'm sure there's going to be lots more coming up. But we have Tokyo Game Show very soon, and uh, obviously a lot of game releases coming soon as well. I'm not sure what I'm going to be picking up next. I've just downloaded the New World beta, the new MMO from Amazon Games. I'm, I might have to give that a go later tonight as well. And I'm hoping I can finish Final Fantasy X this weekend as well and start fresh. I'm also playing Skyward Sword on the Switch, which I'm very close to finishing. So uh, hopefully very soon I'll be down to just one game and then I can uh, get my backlog down in a much more efficient fashion. So thank you all for watching this first podcast whether this has been on twitch whether this is on youtube or you're watching as a podcast so yeah thank you all hope you've all enjoyed it uh, do give us a follow wherever you're watching this and i will see you again with the next one hopefully whenever we get some good news so thank you all and i will see you with the next one